Welcome back. Welcome back to War Room. I am so excited that you joined me today. Today is not an accident that you are here. I do want you to encourage your friends, your neighbors, your, your relatives, and your loved ones to tune into this podcast. It will bless you, not just blessing you to make you feel good and feel goosebumps, but it's going to change your life because it changed mine. Amen. Because our goal here is for you to know God, for you to love God, and for you to walk with God in a deeper way than ever. So when the Holy Spirit gave us a, a word, a scripture, a message for you, it blessed me. It's like twice as blessed. It blessed me. It changed my life. It worked because I try it. Amen. I try it. I try it. I'm the guinea pig, right? So it works. So I'm excited to share this with you. So excited. It's called, Where is Your Mind? If you need a title for this message, it's called, Where is Your Mind? So before we get started, let's pray. Oh, Father, we thank you today. Father, I'm going to step out of the way and you're going to get the glory and the praise and the honor to you. Because you are the King of glory. You are my daddy. And Holy Spirit, we ask you to come and teach us, enlighten our mind, our spirit on your word. And Father, help each of us individually to get what we need at this time in our life. And Father, I pray that it will change us from the inside out. And Lord, we thank you. We give you the glory and the honor for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You are so good. Okay. Have you ever gotten to the place where in the morning you get up? And you are so full of everything that's going on around you. When I mean full of everything, I mean your mind just wandering around the place. I got to check my email. I got to check this stock. I got to do this one. I got to check on the kids. I got to, and it goes on and on and on. And your mind never stop. And when you go into bed, it's the same thing. You like quiet mind, be quiet. And you don't know how to quiet your mind. And you just, Lord, you have got to help me here. I am trying my best to do everything I know how to do. But I feel so dry and empty. And sometimes I'm knocking against the wall and say, God, if you are here, Lord, if you can hear me and you feel in yourself, I don't feel God. I don't, I'm not fulfilled in my walk with him. Sometimes I'm up. Sometimes I'm down. Sometimes I feel you. Sometimes I don't. Remember now, uh, brothers and sisters, we don't live by our feelings. If you feel God and you don't feel him, he's still there. He said, I will never leave you. I will never leave. Never is an all-inclusive word. Never means never. I will not leave you. That's what he says. So I'm not even going to go down that road to preach on that, but I'm trying to get you to where you can see yourself. And you're in this place, you're in this zone. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I'm, and you're just all over the place. Your mind just going in a complete bananas, banana peel. Have you ever seen uh, a dog slay down the, the icy roll? We had that in Oklahoma where the dog can't even grab onto his own feet, just slipping down the icy roll. It's the same thing. How our mind just go in circle and circle and circle. And we're frustrated with life and we're unfulfilled. I was there. I was so frustrated, unfulfilled. Lord, you have got to do something with me because I'm about to pop in a good way. And as I was praying and as I was doing everything the scripture said, I was forgetting something most important. 
Let's go and look at that something most important. And when the Holy Spirit showed me while I was forgetting, I like, oh, somebody else need to know. Somebody else need to know. Maybe I got a brother or a sister out there going in the same circle I've been in. And thank God for his power. Thank God for the anointing. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. He's a deliverer. Hallelujah. Where is your mind? So let's look at a Matthew. I love to look at Matthew. Matthew, Matthew, Matthew. Let's go to Matthew chapter 2, okay? That's a simple one. Let's go to Matthew chapter 2. Oh, Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and start with verse 10. This is when the three, the three kings from the east saw Jesus start. I'm not going to read the whole story to you. I'm just going to give you a little, a little cap. Uh, they saw Jesus star, and then they decided to come and, and, and see this king that was born to the Jew, right? Remember that? So let's pick up from verse 10. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with a ceiling great joy. I'm reading from the New King James, my folks. So verse 11 says, and when they had come into the house where they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and... The scripture said they fell and worship him. They fell down and they were and worship him. They fell down and worship him. They worship him before the brother gets, before the brother news. You know, just pull it today like you and myself. We worship him before we open all the daily activity, all our calendar work. We should worship him before we come out to everything else that's bothering us. We should worship him before we tell him about the news we got from the doctor. We should worship him before we tell him the news we got from our landlord. We should worship him before we show him the yellow slip we got being laid off. <laughs> and they worship him. And when they have worshipped him, they opened their gifts, their treasures, and they presented their gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh to the Lord, right? I need to show you another scripture, guys. This will blow you out in a good way. Look at Matthew chapter, uh, let's look at Matthew chapter 8. Uh, it's not, no, chapter 4, I'm sorry, go back. Matthew chapter 4. This is when, and go to verse 10. But, I'll go back a little bit, go to verse 8. Because this is the incident that Jesus, after he fasted 40 days and 40 nights, you remember, he was on the mountain and he fasted and the devils proceeded to tempt him. He said, turn these stones into bread. You guys remember? Yes. Then the next, the last testing he gave Jesus, he says here in verse 8, he said, again, the devil took Jesus, that is him, up onto an exceeding high mountain. And the devil did something. He showed Jesus, showed him all the kingdoms of the earth and their glory. <laughs> then, verse 9 said, And he said, that is he, he who, he the devil, that he said unto him, unto Jesus, All these things I will give to you. One thing I want you to do is... You will fall down and do what and worship me. Why have you ever... Look, think about it. 
If the devil trying to test, now he's not just trying to tempt Jesus here. He's trying to undermine his authority. He's trying to let Jesus to worship him. Here, this devil, he is the archangel of heaven. He was the choir director that got demoted. You remember that, right? That got thrown out of heaven. He knows what worship means. He knows worship brings health. He knows worship brings peace. He knows worship brings everything that you want from the Lord. You don't have to beg. You don't have to cry. You don't have to will. Worship. Hallelujah. Worship. So he's saying here, he showed Jesus everything on this earth that we ever need, that you will ever want, that you will ever need everything. And it's glory, the fame, the, the glory, the, the accolades that go with everything I'm going to give you. You got to do one thing. And you know what I want to do, G? You know what I want you to do, Jesus? I want you to just fall down and worship me. He said it. If you will fall down and worship me. And then Jesus said in verse 10, and Jesus said unto him, away from me, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him alone shall ye serve. Now, question of the day for you as you meditate on the word of God. Why? Would the devil says that if I worship, if Jesus worship him, that he would give everything unto Jesus. Does that mean if I worship the father, that nothing is impossible, especially when it comes aligned with his word, that means healing is possible because it's paid for. Deliverance is possible because it's paid for. Now, don't go hell over heel. I want you to, I want you to come back. So that means worship him in the morning, worship it in the nighttime, worship him. When you get up in the morning and your mind trying to go bananas, banana, banana peel all over the place, get a hold of yourself. Say, Father, I come. I'm coming right now. It doesn't matter if I feel you or not. I'm coming right now and I'll help you and I'll help you how to do it. I'm coming right now in the name of Jesus. I'm coming right now and I'm, I'm worshiping you. I thank you. You know how to worship. You say, well, I don't have the words to say. I don't know what to say. That's why you need to put the word in you. You're going to worship in spirit and in truth. What is truth? His word is true. Only thing that is true is his word. So bring his word to him in worship. For example, you can say, oh Lord, I thank you today. That today is a blessed day because today is a day you made for me. Make it personal. Get to watch, get to be excited about worshiping the Father. Get excited. Oh Lord, I thank you today. That yes, oh Father, you are my God, my Father. You say you are the Father to the fatherless and you are the Father of all. You are my Father and I thank you for being my Father. Look, brothers and sisters, even if you have to spend all day, all your low five, ten, how many minutes you have to tell the Lord, thank you for being your Father, you have done excellent. You are my father. And Lord, I thank you for being my very own father. And Lord, I thank you for being my very own God. Oh, you made the heaven and the earth for me. You had this whole place prepared before you got me here. Lord, I thank you that you are my very own father. Oh, Lord, how much you love me. I thank you for your love. You're bringing his word to him in worship. What are you doing? You're taking your mind off your problem. You're taking your mind off your day and you're putting your mind where on the law. And guess what? He has his part. He said, when you get your mind on me, I will 
keep you in perfect peace. He will keep you. Look, I'm telling you, if he said he will keep you, it's a cash in done deal. He will keep you. You need to believe it. You need to just take it as cash. It is good. It is good. You need to know that he said he would never leave you. He will keep you in perfect peace. That means you can say, Lord, I thank you that my mind is still on you today. I thank you that I'm going to keep my mind on you, that I'm not going to be worried. Worry will not take my mind because you know what the devil is trying to do? He is trying to take your mind off the Lord. Let me tell you something the Lord gave me, and I think this bear repeating. Whoever rules your mind rules you. Whoever rule your mind rules you or whatever rule your mind will rule you. So whoever and whatever rule your mind, if your activity of the day rule in your mind, your mind is not on the Lord. <laughs> that thing is going to rule you all the way till you go to bed and it will wake up, wake you up in the middle of the night. And that thing that rule in your mind will wake you up at two o'clock in the morning. When you go to the bathroom, it's going to say, I'm here. It's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger because it's ruling your mind and God can't do anything about it. You said, but he's the almighty because you refuse to do your part. Your part is to keep your mind on him. And how do you keep your mind on him? Worship. Worship him. You say, I'm in a tight place. I don't have time to worship. You really don't have time not to worship. You really don't have time not to worship him. You say, I'm too sick to worship. That's the main reason why you have to worship him. Lord, I thank you that I'm healed. Lord, I thank you that I have your life flowing through me. You're bringing his word to him. Lord, I thank you. Lord, you know something? I don't want to say this, but if you have to go to your grave worshiping the God, your father, you better plan to do that. Because I'm plan- I'm leading the path. I'm going to go to my grave worshiping the Lord. I don't care what the devil throw my way. I am going to, I purpose to worship him. And I purpose to worship him. Come no, come what may, I'm worshiping the father. When you get to that place where you know how to worship him, Oh, brothers and sisters, life is so much sweeter. And let me see another thing that the Lord gave me that I thought it bear repeating. Whoever got your mouth will work in your body, in your life, and that will win. Whoever got your mouth will work in your life and will win the battle. Whoever got your mouth will win, will work in you and win the battle. So you have to get a word in your mouth. You got to get a word in your mind. You come to him through worship with his word. Whoever rule your mind will rule your life. And I'm begging you, brothers and sisters, I am urging you to get to the place where you are worshiping the Father in the morning, in the nighttime, in the evening, whenever you have the opportunity Go worship. Give the Lord a praise. Give him some worship. Give him some glory. Nothing else matters. Hallelujah. I hope you're blessed today and we'll see you here next week. This program was brought to you today by the friends and partners of Cornelius Pratt Ministries. CPM wants to say... Thank you.